You're listening to Immaculate Conception Podcasts, recorded every Sunday at the 11 o'clock Mass at our new church located at 411 Palma Road in Columbia, Illinois. For more information about Immaculate Conception, please go to www.icc-columbia-il.us. Our pastor is Father Carl Shear. And now, enjoy the podcast. Our readings today kind of continue from last week, where we saw that uh, Christ was able to relate to us because he became human. And because of his humanness, he was allowed then to experience everything that we experience. And we see this same theme, in a sense, continued on in the letter to the Hebrews, the second letter. Because now Jesus is being compared to the high priest. And back then, as it says uh, in the letter of Hebrews, every high priest is taken from among the men and made their representative before God. So the high priest is a conduit kind of the spokesperson for God between God and the people. And so this is an exalted position and not to be (coughs) taken lightly. And this priest is to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. And so it's an important position, but like any position, unfortunately, if you look in the history of of the Jewish people, many times some of these high priests uh, just became drunk on the power and the prestige which happens all the time. And as human beings, we're used to it. We're used to hearing about, unfortunately, our religious leaders, our religious people that you know, and or politicians, but it doesn't even have to be these people. It could be somebody who has a very important uh, job at work, where what happens is, is the power that the people wield, the power that they have, uh, becomes uh, intoxicating. And so therefore, some of these people just use their power and use their prestige, not for the betterment of the people for which it was given, but it was just used for personal gain. Okay, with that being said though, there was good high priests and bad high priests, but nonetheless, Jesus is now being compared to a good high priest. And what makes Jesus so good is that, as the line says, the high priest is able to deal patiently with the ignorance and the erring of all. And so the high priest has to be just patient because not everyone gets it right. Not everyone knows all the information, but that's okay. The high priest can deal with that. And sometimes people just get things wrong and they're not correct. And so the high priest has to deal with that. And he deals with it patiently. Patiently deals with it. And that's important. So Jesus is the high priest who now has to patiently deal with sometimes our own ignorance and sometimes just our own error error of what we do. All right. Now, because of that, that means that as Christians... We have to mold our life to Jesus. All right. So with that being said, let's get to Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus, a blind man for quite a while, maybe since birth, don't know that, but a blind man. Nonetheless, seems to be pretty smart as well because he's heard about Jesus, but he's really thought about it. And 
when he hears that Jesus is coming by, because he hears all this hubbub going on, and he's no doubt heard that Jesus has healed people, uh, as Jesus is coming along, Bartimaeus knows he's got one shot. And so what he does is he starts making a scene, and it's embarrassing. But Bartimaeus seems to be smart enough to recognize that he calls to Jesus as son of David. This means that uh, Bartimaeus is in the know somehow, and I don't know how he knows that, but this is a rather uh, unusual way of greeting Jesus. Nonetheless, okay, here's Jesus coming down. So, so like I'm fond Bartimaeus, and Jesus is passing along, and, and it sounds like Jesus was surrounded by a bunch of people as he was just going by. Bartimaeus has to make himself known, so he gets up, starts shouting, uh, uh, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. People tell him to be quiet. He is acting inappropriately. Uh, he's almost, em he's embarrassing people. Say, shut up. Quit embarrassing yourself and embarrassing us. Nonetheless, it doesn't stop Bartimaeus because this is his only shot. So sure enough, Jesus stops. Jesus says, bring Bartimaeus over. Bartimaeus comes over. And this is where it gets weird. Okay, because Jesus does and says the weirdest things at the weirdest times. Jesus says to him, what do you want me to do for you? Well, that's evident. We all know blind Bartimaeus, that's what we call him. So therefore, every one of us, including myself, we make an assumption. And the assumption is that this guy has to get his sight because that is what I want in my world. If I see Bartimaeus in my world, of which I am God, and we all do this, we all play God, every one of us in this place, so I don't want to hear it. Every one of us we make assumptions and we make judgments and we say, this person needs this. Why? Because I think this person needs this. So it's my assumption. And Jesus comes along and says to Bartimaeus, what do you want me to do for you? Makes no assumptions. I guess that's why he's God, because I can't imagine not making an assumption. It is beyond me. But Jesus is able to say, what do you want? He could ask for anything. I want a new house. I want a new dog. I needed some new clothes. I need some food. He could have asked for any of that. Well, thank God for this reading because he asked to see, and I, and, and I would want him to see. So, so I feel good about that because at least Bartimaeus is still following the way I want things to happen. So thank you, Jesus, for that. It makes me feel good. But nonetheless, Jesus does not assume. And he says, your faith has saved you now. Go along your way. And you can see now, by the way. And sure enough, he does. But the important thing here to remember and the hard thing for us, for us to remember is that Jesus came along with patience. 
and says, what do you want? With no assumptions. Two things here. We need to get Jesus' attention. And sometimes we got to do a lot of praying and say, hey, Jesus, look. Because what happens is during the day, we can get busy. And what we can do is we can rely on the fact that God reads minds. So I get busy and I say, well, God knows what I need and I'm just going to go on. God knows what I need and I'm just going to go on and I'm not going to get his attention. But I think in today's reading, Bartimaeus shows no. You got to pray and you got to get Jesus' attention. Because, here's why. Bartimaeus could say, oh, poor me, I'm blind, I can't see, look at me, I am begging, and here comes Jesus, do-do-do-do-do-do-do with his people, dum-da-dum-da-dum-da-dum, oh, look, here comes Jesus, I am so pitiful, look, I'm just going to sit here. Look, there's, well, he can't see. I guess you can't say, look, I'm sorry. <laughs> Here, I just realized that. Here, I can hear Jesus. I can hear Jesus. I can hear Jesus. And I can hear him leave. And there he goes. Oh, look at me. There was God. He passed by. I guess he didn't read my mind. I guess I'm just not that important enough. Bartimaeus got healed because he stood up and he made a scene and it got God's attention. It's important for us to be heard and Jesus wants us to be heard. But you know what? It's our responsibility to open our mouth. We expect God to read our minds and we expect each other to read our minds. You know what? We cannot put that on anybody and we can't even put it on God. But we do. We do expect. We expect our family and our friends. Why aren't you reading my mind? Stop it. No one can. I've tried, but no one can. That's the first thing. So speak, pray. Get God's attention is important. Second thing, because we are followers of Christ, we have to emulate Christ. Therefore, we have to be Christ-like. And we are going to be confronted with all sorts of people who have all sorts of needs. So it's up to us not to be judgmental and not to play God. We have to be like Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Instead of trying to say, I think you need, I think you need, I bet you need this, or I want you to do this. And so we come with our judgments. We come with our whole way of thinking. We come with our worldview, which is godlike. And Jesus is saying to us today, uh, you got to lay that down too. When we see each other, what do you want me to do for you? And then let the... <laughs> Then, the hard part is to shut up, not to lecture, 
and to actually listen to what the other person needs. And then that is to do it. Okay, that's our homework. A lot to do this week. It's tough, tough stuff. But nonetheless, Jesus realizes because he is human that this is the way we act. Therefore, he's showing us today a new way of thinking and a new way of doing. Also to this weekend, Father Carl uh, asked me uh, and he's uh, asked all of you to participate in the Sacrament of the Sick. Sacrament of the Sick is a church's way of praying for the sick and as a community praying for the sick people to God. It's our own way of yelling, if you will. It's our, it's our Bartimaeus prayer if you will, is that we bring these people to God and kind of get God's attention and said, hey, these people, these people right here are in some type of infirmity and they need help. They need the help of God and they need the help of, of us as the church. So today, Father Carl has asked for those people who would like to be anointed to please come forward. 